I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free, or you can check them out at HeidiHarris.com. You can also check out my live radio broadcast weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And of course, if you forget all that, just follow me at HeidiHarris.com. And sometimes my podcasts include things I've talked about on the air, my live show. Other times they're entirely different. It just depends on the mood I'm in, frankly. And so there you go, because it's my podcast and I can do what I want to do. <laughs> Let's talk about pediatricians and how they are now supporting transgender and gender diverse youths. Honestly, it's hard to say that three times fast. They now call them TGD. That's transgender and gender diverse individuals. I'm not kidding. And interestingly, the Academy of Pediatrics has now come out and said that, you know what, we should be supporting these kids who are trying to transition into something else. Really? This is the American Academy of Pediatrics. They urge parents to accept the preferred gender identity of their children. They came out with the whole report on this. And they want therapy for family members of youth who identify as gender diverse. Of course, they never want the kind of therapy that might get a kid on track to stay female or stay male. That's never okay. They said they hope to eradicate discrimination and stigma associated with youth who do not conform to social expectations and norms regarding gender. Now, before I get into some statistics about how many people commit suicide, even after they've transitioned, we'll get to that. But I got to tell you, as a child, I was a real tomboy. Now, I never for a second thought I was a boy, never, ever. But when I was 10, 11 years old, before puberty hit, I didn't care about boys. I wanted to chase tadpoles after school. That was my big goal. I was climbing trees and digging forts and doing all the things the boys were doing, but I never questioned whether or not I was a boy. Nowadays, we've got a lot of kids who are actually actively being encouraged to be something else, and they're being told in kindergarten, you know, five, six years old, you may be a boy, you may not be a boy. What? I mean, this kind of stuff's confusing. Are there people who are genuinely confused about their sexuality and they look down and they think their body parts don't fit them? Yes, clearly that is an issue. But 3% of people, and I think it's a lot lower than that, some estimates are 3% of people have some kind of issue with gender and they can't decide if they're a girl or a boy. I mean, the whole thing's nuts. And it seems to me that if you have a child who can't decide, then you at least wait until that child is an adult before you do something that permanently alters them. I just posted a video the other day on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page, and it was all about gender diverse people who had decided years ago to have the surgery, had something you know cut off or added or this or that, and they were all miserable. They all seriously regretted it. There are a lot of experts who stopped doing the surgery because they realize that the surgery has not been what's made people happy. Once again, I am not saying that nobody's happy who's had the transgender surgery. I can't address that. I've always felt like a girl. So nobody's picking on these people. What I want is for people to have the best shot they can possibly have at happiness. And when you take a little kid who's confused because some crazy group gets their hands on these kids at five or six years old and says, well, you might be a girl, you might be a boy. They make a kid doubt whether or not they're a girl or a boy. When I was a kid, you couldn't get me an address when I was six, seven, eight years old. I mean, I don't remember wearing one. I was wearing pants. I was a tomboy. I was building forts, climbing trees, like I said. Now, what if somebody had gotten into my school and said, well, you might be a boy. And I went, wait a minute, mommy, I don't want to wear a dress. Does that make me a boy? This is the kind of thing they're actively doing. It's the same thing with the gay advocates who try to get at the kids when they're six years old. 
A lot of children will play doctor with the kid of the same sex. You show me yours, I show you mine. There's nothing really sexual going on. It's just maybe some exploration, checking out somebody else's parts, whatever. Generally, kids will do it with the same sex when they're six, seven, eight years old, whatever. And then they go on to be straight adults. If a gay person or a gay group can get into schools and convince kids that if they have a friendship, quote unquote, with somebody of the same sex, they might be gay, they get that into their brain, obviously this messes them up and this gets them into recruiting. This isn't about addressing a kid who genuinely feels gay. This is about recruiting. Now, do I know people who've actually felt gay all their adult life since they were in puberty? Yes, I do. I do know people that way and I can't address it. I really can't. I know there are a lot of folks who say you should fight it. You should be something you're not. Uh, you know, you should. Same-sex attraction is wrong and all that. I get the biblical aspect of it totally. I've never struggled with that, so I don't understand it. And I'm not judging people who feel that way. But what I am judging is the activists who get into schools and get their paws on five and six-year-old kids and confuse them as to whether or not they're a girl or a boy or whether or not they want to grow up and marry a girl or a boy. Opposite sex or not. I mean, that's the whole thing. We all know the plan, the plot, right? The Academy of Pediatrics also says that they say that transgender individuals are more likely to suffer from depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and suicide, all of which, listen to this, all of which the group blames on inadequate health care and social stigma, which is not true. That's what they say. Gender diversity. I can't say it. Gender diverse youth must be assured that transgender identities and diverse gender expressions do not constitute a mental disorder and are normal aspects of human diversity. Really? Really? So that's why so many kids commit suicide. So the American Academy of Pediatrics is saying that the reason that kids are having trouble is because everyone doesn't accept them. That's not true. That is such crap. And we hear that in the Clark County School District. You hear it in other school districts around the country that the real problem with kids is other people don't accept them. I got news for you. If you are a girl and you look like a girl and you want to be a boy, you want to come to school as a boy, people are going to treat you differently. It's just the truth. They're going to relate to you differently. It's not fair necessarily, but that's just the way it is. That's got nothing to do with people accepting who you are. You clearly have issues. And everywhere you go, everyone is not going to salute you if they don't know if you're a girl or a boy. And I seem to run into more and more people like that at restaurants and places like that who are working there. And I don't know whether to say, thank you, ma'am, or thank you, sir. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't care whether you're a girl or a boy or whether you're troubled by it or whether you are transitioning. I don't really care as long as you bring me my lunch. I don't care. So I'm not judging these people. But I'm looking at this and saying, whoa, wait a second. The suicide rate is crazy with these kids. So clearly it's not just a question of whether or not schools accept them. Female to male adolescents. Now this is females who decide they want to be boys, okay? Reported the highest rate of attempted suicide, 50%, followed by adolescents who identified as not exclusively male or female. That's 41%. And kids who were questioning was 29%. How crazy is that? Did you know, by the way, that transgendered individuals suffer a 41% suicide rate and are 19 times more likely to commit suicide if they go through with gender reassignment surgery. Why is that? Because they're not happy. They weren't happy before and they thought cutting a part off or adding a part was going to make them happy. Look at Bruce Jenner. I'm going to continue to call him Bruce. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I know he likes to be called Caitlin now, okay? Now, I'm old enough to remember when Bruce Jenner was hot stuff. 
Every girl thought he was hot. He was on the Wheaties box, and he was this triathlete or whatever athlete. And he was in amazing shape, and he was good-looking, and he had a beautiful wife, and this and that and the other. And now he looks like a freak show. He's never going to look like a woman. He looks like a big man who looks like a freak show, and I'm not picking on him. He doesn't look happy. The guy has never been happy. That's the issue. And having parts added and having parts removed, I don't know how many parts he's had removed, if he's had the whole surgery or what, has not made him happy. He looks miserable every time you see him. He just looks like a man who's clearly disturbed. And once again, I can't get into everybody's head, and I'm not trying to. But the reason the suicide rate is 19 times higher for people who've already had the surgery is because clearly that is not what's made people happy. And that is why some doctors have come out and said, no, I'm not doing this anymore because it's not solving the problem. Now, some people are just going to be troubled. They're going to struggle with their sexuality. They're going to struggle with whether or not they're attracted to boys or girls, whether or not they are a girl or a boy. I mean, it's just, it's something I don't understand. But I think most of the time, it's a deep-seated problem that has nothing to do with adding or subtracting parts. But I will say one thing. Giving children hormones to stop puberty when they're 8 or 9 or 10 years old is out, outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. The idea that you would give a child something like that, that is forever going to alter their ability to become a mature adult. You're not going to make up for that if you give them a bunch of hormones later on and they suddenly decide, oh, mommy, I wish you hadn't given me those things. There was a recent case where a judge actually took a young lady away from her parents. She was 16 years old because she wanted to have gender reassignment surgery and her parents wouldn't let her do it. Her parents offered therapy, all kinds of things. Her grandparents said, oh, we'll let you do it, honey. So a judge actually took this young lady away from her parents and let her grandparents have her just because her grandparents said they do the surgery. Now, if I were a parent, I would say, listen, I'll love you no matter who you are, but you're going to wait till you're 18 to have any kind of surgery, and I'm not going to pay for it. I am not going to allow my child to disfigure themselves before they're even adults. Everybody knows the adolescent brain is not developed yet. My gosh, all the decisions I made, you made, we all made as adolescents, the stupid decisions, the chances we took, the crazy things we probably all did as adolescents. It's a miracle anybody lives to be 21. And so your brain is not developed yet, and you're allowing children even children before puberty, to make these decisions that will permanently alter their life before they're old enough to really know. I mean, you change so much from the time you're 14 to 24. My gosh, 18 to 30, you're a totally different person. And yet we're having parents give their kids hormones and the Academy of Pediatrics is okay with this. That's what's so astounding. They actually think this is fine, even though the suicide rate is 19 times higher if kids go through with gender reassignment surgery. And by the way, you don't even need to have the surgery. If I'm giving you hormones at 8 or 9 or 10 years old that will permanently alter whether or not you develop breasts or whether or not your testicles shrink or anything else, that's permanently altering you whether or not you cut anything off. I mean, it's insanity. It's really nuts. So here are some recommendations the American Academy of Pediatrics has regarding these kids. They want to develop electronic health records and billing systems that respect the asserted gender of each patient. Oh, my gosh. They want insurance plans that offer health care coverage specific to the needs of TGD youths. They also want increased provider education and clinical research on the emotional and physical health needs and best practices, da-da-da-da-da, advocacy with school districts, this and that. But I got news for you. 
They don't want these kids to have access to the kind of mental health treatment that might turn them back toward being a female or might turn them back toward being a male. Once again, these are kids who are struggling with a lot of things in life and their sexuality is just a tiny portion. The evidence is very clear. Cutting parts off of most of these people does not help them, does not help their mental health. And the idea that the Academy of Pediatrics would back this is just reprehensible to me. It really is. It's shocking. But I guess I shouldn't be shocked anymore. And as a result of this teeny tiny presented to the population, schools are supposed to completely change their policies. Listen, if you have a kid who has trouble deciding whether they're a boy or a girl, you need to keep them home. I'm not saying they shouldn't be out in public. If your child is having such trouble because they go to school and they say, today I'm a girl and I want you all to call me Haley, you know, and not my name that was yesterday, whatever, pick a name, then your kid needs to be home. Because your kid needs a safe place. You're not going to get that in the school district. I mean, kids always pick on each other. They picked on me because I was skinny and I had buck teeth and this and that. And I was kind of ugly when I was a kid. There are lots of people who will pick on kids for all kinds of things. And the gender thing is just part of it. If you're a boy and you start dressing like a girl, kids are going to laugh at you. That's what they did when I was a kid. Of course, they're going to laugh at you. I'm not defending it, but it's going to happen. So you should keep your little snowflake at home, but don't do anything until they're 18. I'm begging parents not to do it. At least let them do it themselves, let them pay for it, and then maybe they'll think it through before you allow something terrible and irreparable to happen to your child. It's shocking that anybody would go along with this, but unfortunately, some people do. Crazy. Don't forget, you can listen to The Heidi Harris Show live weekdays 8 to 10 on 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can check out HeidiHarris.com, sign up for my free newsletter. You can pick up a copy of my brand new book, Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. And uh, you can also check out my podcasts and my blog posts and all that stuff at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Scottwell.